But First Stretch podcast taps into the extraordinary endeavors that ordinary humans are doing daily to better their lives and their community. The goal of these conversations is to lengthen and extend our perspective on fitness, nutrition, holistic health, the mind-body connection, and what motivates us. The final portion of each episode will provide a guided meditation to self-reflect on the theme of the interview. Brought to you by Jennifer McCracken of FitFam Conchi. Hi, I'm Jen McCracken of FitFam Conchi. Welcome back to But First Stretch. And if it's your first time joining me, I'm so glad that you're listening in today. Please remember to like this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, however you listen, and share this episode with anyone who might need it. Today was a perfect fall weather day on the East Coast. A light, cool breeze, no humidity. It started to feel like fall. I spent a lot of my summer thinking about what fall might look, what it would look like, and I'm finding it best now that we are here just to let go of my expectations and try to appreciate the unknown a little bit, which is really hard for me. I'm seeing a lot of negativity online, and to be honest, it's questioning how much I want to spend in that space. In fact, a lot of people close to me are deleting social media apps off their phones so they aren't tempted to scroll and just absorb all the kind of negative thoughts and arguments that are happening online. Uh, With my current job, I kind of need to be on it, you know, letting people know about yoga classes and anything that I'm hosting. But I like the idea of setting boundaries, especially if it aids in my mental health. Speaking of mental health, I have a special guest joining me to discuss a very important topic. Our community member of the week on But First Stretch is Carly Chiffone. Carly is a mental health coach who helps girls and women recognize their worth, build confidence around their goals, and work through anxiety, depression, or any mental blocks that are holding them back. She founded her company, The Change Concept, around the idea that change is necessary but not necessarily easy, and uses her empathetic nature to walk with women of all ages through difficult changes in their lives. So let's stretch our mind, body, and soul. The first portion of the podcast is the warm-up, introducing our guest. Hi, Carly. Welcome. Hi. Thank you for having me. So tell us a little bit about yourself. What is your background? Where are you from? And why did you start the change concept? So, I am from Pantahawken. Well, my family's from Plymouth Meeting. I'm from Pantahawken. Um, my family owns an Italian restaurant in Lafayette Hills, so I've been working there since I was too young to legally be working there. Um, I actually recently left my family's business to pursue the change concept. Um, it is a company that I started about a year ago now, a little bit over a year, um, self-care company turned into mental health coaching all wrapped up in one um it's changed a bunch of times actually no pun intended but um right now i'm focusing on mental health coaching for girls and women of all ages over zoom of course because of covid so it's changed dramatically over the past six months but yeah so that's that's the company um one-on-one coaching and yeah, I'm sure we'll dive further into it. It's, it's a bunch of different things all wrapped together, so. Yeah, no, it's so awesome. What's been the most rewarding part of your job? So, 
that's also changed over the course of the last year. Um, at first, when I started the change concept, my whole idea was that, you know, I wanted to bring women self-care that's not overwhelming and self-care that's not hard to get to and it's not expensive and it's not scary or lonely because um, that's, you know, I had a lot of trouble with self-care for myself, finding the right things and finding the right activities that bring me joy and getting mentally healthy. So I wanted to help girls and women to attain that mental clarity and health in an easier way and with a community. So um, when I first started the company, I created a workbook that women could follow that kept them journaling and it kept them eating right and little simple things that you could do every day that weren't going to be taking a huge part out of your life or nothing that you needed to put into your planner so you felt like it was a burden um just trying to get you know women to think differently about self-care and not be so scared of it and that was so rewarding to see these women come to me in groups um, for workshops and talks and have women of all different ages kind of talk about the same things. It was really, really eye-opening, eye-opening to see, you know, I had my grandmother in one of my workshops and then I had someone who was 16 and it's crazy and it sounds so weird, but they have the same concerns when it comes to mental health and just growing up as women in our society so it's so rewarding to be able to connect people in that way um especially when I have I'm very empathetic so it's so important to me to connect to people emotionally especially women so yeah it's definitely been a very very rewarding journey yeah that's awesome what what's been the most challenging for you So the challenging part about what I am doing and what I've been doing is probably my empathetic nature. Um, I'm super connected to other people's emotions. So when I first started doing all this work, it was hard for me to almost disconnect and make sure that I'm staying mentally healthy. Um, I tend to take on a lot of grief and anxiety and depression from the people around me so learning how to coach girls and women and also separate my own emotions so that I can coach them 100% from the outside has been very very challenging but also very eye-opening so it's a it's a process but it's it's good yeah so we're going to dive into the workout portion. Can you tell us a little bit about what the change concept offers? Yes. So like I said, about a year ago, it was a little bit different than it is now. We focused on workshops and getting people together. I was actually building a program where I would go into women's homes and do at-home workshops. Um, obviously, that is not possible right now. So um, the course has changed a little bit. I actually now do one-on-one sessions online. Um, I offer single sessions, which are 45 minutes long, where we focus on anything that the client may be struggling with mentally, whether it's depression, grief, anxiety, trauma. Um, And then if you're looking for more of a consistent 
coaching, I offer a 90-day program where it's all based on building a mental foundation. So before you can get into nutrition and fitness and meditating and spirituality and all of these things that are wonderful, um, I believe that we need and sometimes we miss out on gaining a strong mental basis, um, which was my biggest issue when I was trying to get healthy. You know, I was like, I want to work out all the time and I want to meditate all the time and I want to journal every day and I would do it for two weeks and I would fall off. And I was like, why, why, why can I not stay consistent? And it's frustrating. And it was until I realized that I needed to get myself mentally ready for all of those changes and mentally uh, mentally healthy. Um, I really just couldn't keep anything consistent until I had that strong basis. So that's what I'm trying to give these girls and women through my 90-day program. So that's what the company looks like right now. The coaching has been changing, though, obviously with all of the changes that are going on in the world right now. So we'll see. But as of right now, the one-on-one coaching is what the company consists of. Oh, that's great. I think that it's also amazing that you're able to be flexible and kind of move with whatever is going on in our society, such as not really being able to get together in large groups. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty, like when we, um, you know, I had all these workshops planned and I took it so hard when Corona came around and we couldn't see each other and, you know, I had to tell all these women, like, I was so excited about this, I'm so sorry, I don't feel safe, I don't want, you know, this is obviously not safe to put anyone in this position, but I think the internet is a beautiful thing. And I've actually been able to connect with women on such a deep level through this whole quarantine because it's bringing up so much for so many people. And I think a lot of women that have not experienced anxiety before are now experiencing it because of the situation. So I'm very blessed that I get to help women through this insane uncertain time even though it's it's quite annoying for everyone (laughs) yeah and I feel like I said it before but so many people are like at their breaking point and they're just not aware and they're like lashing out at other people you know we have I feel like yeah every day is a little bit different some days are better than others but it's, uh, it's tough if you're not taking care of yourself and your mental health it's tough to see other people in particular lash out and I'm like whoa calm down (laughs) and I mean this is something that none of us have really experienced before so everyone is sitting with these crazy emotions and they're like why do I feel like this why is this coming up why am I dealing with you know maybe you're sitting and dealing with trauma that you haven't dealt with in so long or anxiety and why is it all coming up now but maybe we needed it to come up now, as awful as that sounds, you know, like, Mm -hmm. I think a lot of the emotions that have been stuck for so long, when situations like this occur, brings them out, Mm -hmm. and now that they're out all of the sudden, and all at one time, we are overwhelmed, and we don't know what to do, so I think 
helping each other through coaching and mentoring and therapy and all of this mental health stuff. It's a lot to think about, but I think it's great that people are like really diving into it now. So can you explain why the change concept is important, why we should invest in ourselves? Yeah, um, kind of like I said before, I think that right now it's it's trending to be healthy if mm-hmm. you, you want to say I, don't, I know that that isn't the best way to put it, but um, I think a lot of people right now, especially women, are uh, trying to work out more, trying to eat right, trying to put things in their bodies that are good for them, and trying to get rid of bad habits, and I think it's such a great, beautiful thing that we're doing, but I think a lot of the time we miss out on sitting with ourselves and figuring out how to take care of what's in our brains before we can take care of things outside of us, before we can change the way we eat, before we can start a running practice, before we can really get into our yoga practice. I think it's important to learn how to really sit with yourself. And it's something that I didn't know how to do for so long, and I'm still learning also. I am changing every day, and that's kind of what I want to help women do is that, you know, just know that you're worth getting mentally healthy so that when you do take other steps to get physically healthy, the mental basis will always be there. And I think, you know, we're so busy, and especially where we are and today, and we're always running around, and we're always trying to do more and make more and push ourselves further. But none of that is ever going to happen if we don't sit with ourselves first and figure out what it is we actually need. So that's the that's the goal of my coaching. So I'm hoping that women will really get out of, especially this 90-day program, just a better sense of worth and a better sense of what it is that they really want so that when they go for these other health goals, they have the true goal in mind. Yeah, that's so important. And you've written a book or a pamphlet. Can you explain what that is and where we can find it? Yeah, so I, back when I first started the change concept, it was a little bit over a year ago, I made, so it's a workbook, Um, it's just the change concept workbook, it's on my website, Um, it's almost like an interactive journal, it's like, um, it has nutrition stuff, it has a little bit of fitness stuff, it has a couple yoga practices, it has a lot biggest portion of the book is journal pages and journal prompts um just to get you like thinking about what it is that you want and what it is that makes you happy and a gratitude practice and all of the things that sound like they're going to take a lot of effort really don't so it's just to kind of get people really started on thinking about health um yeah but that's on my website so So you mentioned a few things in there that maybe fall under this umbrella, but can you maybe explain what self-care is and how it might look different to each person? Yeah, I think think self-care is different for everybody. And um, 
I actually work with one of my mentors that I work with every week. Her name is also Carly. She runs a company called The Stress Less Company. It is phenomenal, if anyone is interested. Um, she coaches on creative stress reduction, and that I have found to be something that I define as self-care, um, which I didn't even know about before I started working with her. So I think self-care could be a million different things. Um, I think you that also comes from, you know, sitting and really thinking about what you need and what your body needs and what your brain needs. And maybe you don't journal and that's not for you, but maybe you need to take an hour out of your day to sit without your phone and that's self-care for you. And it's whatever is going to make you feel more present and whatever's going to help you get to that mental clarity that you need. So I think self-care is a million different things, which is probably the wrong answer, but it's a lot. Yeah, I, I think that's important. I think, like, so many people assume it's, like, taking a bath and lighting a candle, which is, like, for some people, lovely. Um, but there's so many different things that we can do that don't necessarily take so much time. Right. Yeah. 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 I definitely think it's it's a million things, and I know for me and even my best friend, I feel like our self care routines are completely one eighty different, but we both get the same outcome. So it's just who you are. I guess it's just the sitting with yourself and really figuring out what truly calms you down and what makes you happy. And it's a hard process, but it's one worth investing in. So. Yeah. And what motivates you to work with others? Um, definitely just being able to connect with someone's struggle um, just being empathetic and having anxiety and depression myself, like being able to connect with those feelings in other people. Um, also learning how to separate is important, which I'm still learning how to do, but being able to connect definitely helps me push myself to push these girls and women to really get healthy and really figure out what it is that they want and watching women come out of coaching or out of a workshop and just feel and look lighter and not so heavy and not so overwhelmed it's so rewarding so that's definitely the uh, that's the motivation <laughs> um you've been doing a lot of work to help people mentally through COVID-19 what advice would you give anyone right now? Oh, God, there's so much advice to be given right now, I feel like, which I need the advice, too, honestly. Quarantine <laughs> easy, but I think if I got anything out of it, it's just to learn how to sit with your emotions. Um, I think a lot of the time emotions come up and memories come up and we either push them away or we find something to distract us and I think what quarantine has given all of us whether we wanted it or not is a chance to sit and really shift through all of our emotions and all of our issues and all of our concerns and it's super uncomfortable 
and I think that uncomfortable is a good thing because I don't think we're going to get another opportunity like this where we have to sit with our emotions and feel them through instead of pushing them away. Um, so I think, I mean, if I can give any advice on all of this during all of this craziness, I would just say to try and sit with yourself and try and journal and let yourself be sad and let yourself be anxious because those feelings are not wrong. They're just new. So yeah. it's been a time. <laughs> um, what are some routines in your life that you find important? Routines in my life. I have a lot of routines now. <laughs> <laughs> I, my most important routine is writing. And that could, that probably doesn't work for everyone because writing can be tedious and writing can take time. Um, but writing is so important to me. I write for at least 10 minutes every morning. I set a timer, I put my phone down. No matter what I'm doing, whether I'm late for work, whether I wake up way late for anything, I make sure even if I go to whatever I need to go to, afterwards I sit down for 10 minutes and make myself right. Um, it helps me to get everything out that I'm stressing about, and it helps me get out of my own brain, which sounds also kind of crazy, but writing is definitely my most, my most important routine to me. Yeah, I love that. Is there, is there a workshop you're most looking forward to bringing back hopefully soon when all of this is over yeah I I actually did so the one that we did right before quarantine was so great it was about like 20 women it was just it was amazing it was two hours long and everyone at the end we were like we have so much more to talk about I don't know why I only made this two hours but um, just like general workshops that focus on bringing women a sense of community around change and helping women realize that it's not only them that feel the way that they feel. So just being able to bring women back together, honestly, I think any type of community right now would be really beneficial for anyone. So whether it was a journaling workshop or just a general self-care workshop I think everyone's going to benefit from some together time <laughs> that's awesome and where can people find you on social media um Instagram my company is I believe it's the period change period concept and then um Facebook is just the change concept and yeah, mostly all everything's posted there about the one-on-one -on -one coaching and the 90-day program and the workshops once we're <laughs> able to do them again and all that good stuff. So everything's usually on Instagram and Facebook. Awesome. I'll put those links in the show notes too, the website and your social media handles. <laughs> awesome. Um, so I always ask these three questions to everyone I have on. Um, what stretches are you doing in your own life? Hmm. I am, what stretches am I doing in my own life? Right now I'm going through a huge 
change because I left the job that I was doing for so many, so many years. Um, so I feel very different. So right now I'm just trying to incorporate like more downtime. I tend to be a little bit of a workaholic, so downtime is very weird to me. And I'm trying to force myself to relax and not be guilty about it and let myself have time off. And that's probably the biggest stretch that I've ever, I've ever done, so... Yeah, that's a really that's a really important stretch. Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is something you're enjoying doing in your life for you? Um, right now, okay, this is gonna sound maybe kind of crazy. My friend introduced me to paint by number. <laughs> um, it is the best self care I think I've ever I've ever experienced. I paint during my newfound downtime all day. It is so relaxing. It's like therapy. I highly recommend to anyone that is looking for a self-care activity. It is wonderful. So that is my favorite thing right now that I'm totally obsessed with. And now I have like paintings hanging in my living room. It's, it's great. <laughs> and what is something you can't stop talking about? Okay. For all my friends or people that know me that are listening to this, they're going to roll their eyes. <laughs> I have been preaching about Glennon Doyle's book, Untamed. Um, I read it three times cover to cover during quarantine. I have never read a book more than once. I, For anyone that has not read Untamed, it is absolutely life-changing. Um, I don't even honestly have that many words to say about it right now. I just want everyone to read it for themselves, but I cannot stop talking about it. I preach it to everyone. It is wonderful. It is fantastic. I'll probably end up reading it a fourth time, but we'll see. I agree. That book was, I read it during quarantine too, like very early on, and it was the best book I've read this year. So good. It's, yeah, totally. So great. Yeah, and I, I love following her on social media. She's so funny and real, and I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. I'm a little bit obsessed. I might have written her a letter about the book, but I didn't send it yet. So I'm deciding if that's if that's too obsessive or not, but we'll, we'll see. You have, to send, you have to send it. I want to know what happens. I know. I'm thinking about I don't think I'll be able to handle it if I get a response. We'll see. <laughs> Oh, Carly, thank you so much for being on this episode. You're welcome. Thank you so much for having me. So as you can see, Carly 100% embodies all of the concepts behind But First Stretch. And it's really special to have her on this show because she is local. She went to um, the high school that I taught at. And it's so amazing to see her grow into this beautiful young woman who is changing the world and really honoring what makes her unique through her career. So I'm so excited. And if that 90-day program is something that you'd be interested in, definitely give it a check, give it a look. I highly suggest it. And to wrap up this podcast we're going to do our cool down meditation and just come into a comfortable seated position but 
whatever that might look like for you today. It can be cross-legged on the floor. It can be sitting in a chair on the couch. Maybe today you're even a little more loving with yourself and you let your back relax against a wall or on something. And let's start with that spine. So just let the spine grow nice and tall. So imagine a string pulling you up by the crown of your head. And gently start to close your eyes. You're also welcome to lower the gaze if that's more comfortable for you. And just let your hands relax in your lap, on your legs. And let them be light. Maybe even moving the fingertips so you can really relax the fingers down. And start to bring awareness into your breath. So let's all take a giant breath in and a giant breath out. And allow yourself Be gentle with yourself if any thoughts arise. Maybe imagine a dry erase board and if a thought pops into your head, just imagine an eraser removing the thought so that you can be present here with your breath. And if the jaw is tight, maybe slowly open the mouth. If you notice your thoughts drifting, maybe you bring one hand to the belly, one hand to the heart, or both hands on the belly. And just observe the rise and fall of each inhale and each exhale. Gently erasing any thoughts as they pop into the head. Knowing there'll be time and place for all of those later. All you need is right now.
then very slowly, perhaps release the hands. Take a final breath in and a final breath out. You're welcome to stay here as long as you'd like or gently blink the eyes back open and come back into the present moment. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Buffer Stretch. I hope you enjoyed it and if you have any questions, please reach out to me. I'm so excited for the next few weeks of what this podcast has to offer and I hope you pop in and listen when you can. And again, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. You can follow me at FitFamConchi on Facebook and Instagram. You can also find me on my own handles, which is Jennifer McCracken and JenniferMC3 on Instagram. Have a wonderful day.